cantaloupes. What color is ice? And we are back on our bullshit. It is I Know What You Did last podcast. That's not right. <laughs> that is not. You weren't being serious. I no. am being serious. Okay. That's a problem. No, every time I go to say the name of it, I, I say I know what you did last summer in my head, and then I have to correct myself. This time, I was in a free-flow state. I did not correct myself, and it's embarrassing. I don't think you need to say the name every time, do you? No, I do don't. Do other people do that? But just in case you're wondering, it is I Still Know What You Did Last Summer podcast with me and Me? You. Yeah. You know it well, well enough for us to not have to say it again. So, we are back, and it's Hello. us just doing what we do. Saying hello, trying to Talking drudge up something interesting. Shit. Yep. What did we do this weekend? Let's see. Um, we didn't do anything because wait, one of our that? kids is sick. Right. But what's that? I couldn't hear you. That's because you're interrupting me. Oh, no. There was just some super loud um, airplanes overhead for three days straight. Ugh. Joke not landed. The planes not landed. <laughs> they flew for hours. No. They were doing... <laughs> This isn't how I talk in real life, right? You can attest to that. I get on here and everything goes out the window. I, and I sound different and I talk different. My rhythm is off. I'm still nervous as if anybody's listening. Who could give a shit? I don't know. But listen. They were doing an air show down here. You got to replay that. I have to hear it. Later. Um, it'll be a soundbite or something. It won't be now because I just pointed it out. Okay. Um, they were doing an air show down here and it's cool, but... It's hot as hell, and you want to watch it, but you don't want to stand outside staring at the sun for 10 minutes, so yeah. you hope to, when you hear one coming, you race outside and hopefully they see the tail end of it. They do it at Huntington Beach, and I kind of wanted to go down by the beach, and my mom said there was 3 million people there. I have a hard time believing that. <laughs> Tell me there was three people there, and I'm out. Yeah. That's not true, but... It can't... There could not have been three million people there there was a lot i saw photos and three uh, it did million not look pleasant. well i don't know how to count that high so uh, yeah, i don't know you could tell me anything maybe a hundred you could tell me anything no say anything i like it I'm when good. i was a kid i i saw top gun and i thought that's what i want to do with my life and then um I quickly learned that that wasn't real. Those guys were acting. And then I said, well, then who's this guy? Tom Cruise? I want to do what that guy does and make movies. I've already heard this story this past weekend. I hear all stories twice from him. Sometimes thrice. Sometimes, sometimes more than that. You actually just heard it the second time in the last 10 minutes because I had to re-record <laughs> it because I was fumbling and bumbling. But, you know, we're used to that by now. But yeah. it's not good for, um, you get it, moving on. Uh, yeah, so I love it, but, and my uncle was really into the Blue Angels, and I, he got me kind of into that stuff, and what have we been doing? I mean, we've been getting in heavy. In the past week? We've been getting pretty heavy back into some old rom-coms lately, have we not? I don't know about we, but I have. Okay, you've Thanks been watching Thanks to me, them. because I watched You've Got Mail, and then I watched some other ones that I don't remember now. A lot. Uh, my favorite of them would be How oh. to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. No. My Best Friend's Wedding. No, I watched that, that is my favorite. I'm saying no, because you're not even in this right now. I'm the one that's watching these movies, and you're watching your own movie on your phone, and sometimes you'll look up at the TV. So I'm the one invested. This is my thing. All right. Go on, then. You, tell, you talk about it. What have we watched? 
Okay, you've got mail. My best friend's wedding. I watched Runaway Bride. Um, I'll tell you exactly what you watched because okay. I'm logging them. It's in complicated, my... which is not a very old movie, but I like it. It's actually fairly fairly simple. Um, Sweet Home Alabama. Mm-hmm. Oh, I watched Legally Blonde. We watched Isn't It Romantic, which was kind of cool. Isn't It Romantic? That like parody or like. Oh, the new um, one. Yeah, I watched satire um, of it. Something Borrowed, which is kind of old. It has um, Jim Krasinski in it, in case anybody... Is that his name? <laughs> Almost. Fuck. He <laughs> <laughs> mixed his character in The Office oh, with his real life His name. name needs to be just Jim. Leave it at that. Uh, Same he's a thing. Goof. Yeah. yeah. He made it. He did it. Son of a bitch. He is also in It's Complicated with Meryl Streep. That's right, but... Um, I actually do like that movie, too. I do like that movie. Um, the best part about the movie, though, is that if you have the DVD, on the menu, the home menu, there's a beautiful score written by whoever did the score. I don't know, Alex something. And it's it's awesome. And I used to listen to it on a loop. I'd put the DVD in and listen to the home page, the menu, because the song was awesome. But it's not on the soundtrack. You can't find it online. And it pisses me off. The first week we had Blake... It was just us, you know, trying to survive in the bedroom, and it would just loop for like an hour, and it was good movie. It's a good song. There I go, getting all sappy. That's enough. I'm gonna get into a few things that I experienced just today at work. Um, and by the way, sorry we're out of energy again. Let's. I don't think we need to reiterate that, but I'm on fumes. Had to work late. Work Word. was stressful. Raced here from work, and then uh, got the kids a smoothie and took them to grandma's house. Thank you. So. This morning, I had a little, like, 20-minute break in between things I had to do at work, and I was right next to an office, a chiropractor office that I actually go to, and they opened in, like, three minutes. So I was like, this is perfect. I haven't been in forever. I'm going to pop in there real quick. I go there. I'm standing outside the door. There's another old guy right there waiting to go in, and we're just, he's trying to make small talk because we have two minutes to kill before the door is supposed to open at 10 10 a.m., and 10 o'clock comes and goes, and five minutes goes by, by, and no one's there yet, and it's still locked. I decide I don't have time for this. I'm going to leave. As I'm trying to get in my car, I see him. You know those little things they like put on the doors that has the key in it? Mm-hmm. You have to know the combo like yeah. realtors do. He's trying to break into that and get the key out <laughs> and get in, in the chiropractor's office as if when he did get inside successfully, the chiropractor uh-huh. would be standing there going, hello, you've passed our... <laughs> <laughs> you've passed the test. You can now get your back cracked. Yes, we will now adjust you. It's like, dude, what are you... <laughs> What are you going to do? Why would anyone do that? I don't know what his logic was. He wanted to get in there because it was supposed to be open because it was 10.05. He was trying to open up Science the box Science says thing. 10. Yeah. And then he was trying so to open weird. the door, like see if he could get it open. As if when he got in there. You get a free. Yes. We will now align your spine. Yeah. Uh, and then I went to. Um, the mall. No. I, hmm. I, I went somewhere. Car wash. Oh, I got lunch. Okay. So I go. This is a few hours later. I go to in and out for lunch. It's the only place near where I am. I try not to eat it. Hmm. Who cares? Um, I pay. Uh, money? Yes. Oh. Hell yeah, money. The woman at the register hands me back my receipt and says, here's your guest tab. What does that mean? I, you tell me. I'm coming to you for answers. I don't answers. work for in and out I don't know. Guest tab. Here's your change and here's your guest tab. For the receipt. Receipt. By the way, I've been running into a lot of people. Maybe I just never paid attention before, but, and maybe I'm saying it wrong, but I'm noticing more and more people are calling it a receipt. 
<laughs> no, they're wrong. No, that I mean, it's spelled that way. Mm. Received. And, and here's your received. I went, whoa, I've never pronounced the P. No, I, I'm not doing that. Well, people do it, and it is spelled that way. So, I mean, probably we're wrong. But um, it'd be very un-American of me to ever admit that I'm pronouncing anything wrong. So, <laughs> Well, I'm not saying it like that because... It's just too weird. It's t- yeah, I feel like I would no, fuck it up. Okay, the last thing I noticed today. Good God, I don't know. know what's going on, but I see this all the time. Going to a restroom, perfectly well and fine functioning toilet. Diarrhea everywhere. Well, people are wiping their ass and throwing it in the trash. Ugh. I'm looking in the trash can at multiple bathrooms lately and seeing multiple used toilet paper in the trash. And I'm going, is the toilet busted? No. It flushed my number two easily. What are these people... Everyone's throwing their toilet paper in the trash the now. Kids, and it's covered in the shit. The kids did that when they were like four, three or four. I don't know who's doing it. All I know is that I was at a warehouse with about 20 employees, all men. And the wow. trash can was full of wiped on TP. And I just... I, look, I'm not judging you, but if I'm missing out on a trend, I want to know. Okay? <laughs> no, that's not... A, we talked about well, this the other what? day. Well, you know what? Olive would fit in really well there, probably. Uh, only if they're going to be pooping their pants at most at and the then most random putting time. it on the wall yeah get it on your hand Ugh, let me just wipe that on the wall and go about my day this just happened she's five years old and okay, she knows look. better that's why i'm clowning her ass because she knows better <laughs> she's she's a little bit on the constipated side right now and she has an issue with like needing to check her butt so she constantly has her finger Checking her butt. Sorry, this is TMI, but most I don't of know you guys are parents. To go so down who this cares? Road. I'm sorry, but this is what's happening. This is what happened over the weekend. Yeah, TMI. TMI, my friend. Yesterday, I came in. I said, yeah. "What's all over the wall?" And I put my nose to it and went, "Sure as shit." <laughs> and she, Olive, has a therapist that comes Monday through Thursday and does ABA therapy with her. And he wiped his butt. Is that close enough so for him? So she for sure saw that shit on the wall and I didn't. So, well, I, I guarantee she did because, you know, when, when you're in your own house, you see stuff every day, you kind of just ignore it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, I you get frustrated with me because I'll come home from work and start going, picking up stuff everywhere. And I'm going, well, I, I don't blame you for not doing it because i know you've been here all day so you see these things accumulating slowly and then i come in or you don't notice them because it's accumulating slowly and cleaning it all up during the day because the kids literally i i put it away and they pull it all back out and then some no i know know i'm talking about like their i'm talking about their like dirt mess that accumulates slowly no, um, that's like what, saying don't whatever. wipe your. That's like saying don't wipe your butt because you're just gonna poop again. Well, yeah, don't. <laughs> okay, that's why I would don't. I brush my teeth? I'm just gonna have to brush them again tomorrow. I think you do tell yourself that. We're not. <laughs> we. Moving on. Nobody wanted to hear about that. Okay, so. Poop story for the day. Hey. That's we all the do poop, a poop stuff. Story for it each day or each recording. That's all. Uh, that's almost its own podcast. That that's brilliant. A, no, not. No, its own segment. Uh, maybe we'll have to get into that. What do you think? I'm hoping to stick to the segments like I've been talking about, but I, I don't have time to prepare. You know, like I keep. I you do. You just don't. Can but won't. Should but shorn't. Okay. 
Listen, I'm kidding. I, I Just prepared tell- for this during my lunch break today. I tried to throw a few ideas together. What part of short don't you understand, Kevin? You Look. could pass the baton to me, but you don't. Why not? You're the one that's all anal about this stuff. I'm like, that's whatever. That's enough butt talk for today. Okay. <laughs> okay. So first segment we're doing is one last thing which is we're going to reflect on something or just mention something we should have said last episode. Because last episode, we talked a lot about sort of origin story. About how we met, um, you know, intercourse. That was not, that. okay. <laughs> that was not something we talked about, but if we had to, a scale of one to ten. <laughs> Six on a good day. <laughs> no. Wait, what's the segment called? It's just one last thing. Like, one okay, last thing. So okay. we answered those emails. We didn't answer the emails, but a lot of people asked about, how did you meet, you know. Why don't you call it, whoops, forgot this. Go ahead. I'm kidding. Um, no, one person did ask, um, how did we meet? Of course, we said that. And then I guess like our dating stage and how we knew we were each other's like, the one. Hmm. When did you know? I want to hear this because I haven't heard it. And go. You. And it's on recording, so I'm going to listen to it every day. I don't know if you want me to. I don't know what you want me to say. Ugh. What? I wasn't prepared for that. So let down. I thought I prepared for that, but I haven't. I hadn't seen that message yet. <sighs> My take on like the one or soulmate is that that's not romantic. That means somebody chose it for you. I'm so lucky. You are lucky because I'm saying instead of... I am not lucky. Yeah. I was being well, sarcastic. not lucky, but I, what I'm saying is I don't like... the. A lot of people think it's a romantic ideal, but I don't think it is the idea that we're assigned to somebody without our decision, without our choice, or it's not your decision. Relax, buddy. We're just asking when you knew I was the one. Or... Oh, I'm sorry. Do you have another one that you're waiting for? Um... When I could eat you and fart in front of you. Cool. Truly. I mean, when well, you think, I, oh, I don't have to pretend to be this made up best version of myself. Or, I mean, you have happened? things in common, but yeah, okay, but also well, you... Um, you did that. I No, you fart and shit and everything in front of everyone else, too. So that doesn't make sense. Yeah, but it's not the person that you're, like, care about their opinion the back about you. That's when it's... You know, like when 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 you're nervous that the person you like is going to be grossed out or like turned off by you if you're being gross or basically just by being yourself. You you want that's not you, living. That's not being yourself. That's not living comfortably. So when I knew, when it got to that really quickly because you were, always I wanted being this yourself, to be juicier. Was, just make something up. You know what? It was juicy enough for me. The farts were juicy and you <laughs> didn't mind disgusting. them. disgusting so. and you're still talking about butts. I but know, I do I remember one of it. the one times that you did have like a crazy bathroom experience. Remember we were at in Monterey for that like... I don't remember I don't that. I don't even know. Was that a retreat? Would you call that a retreat? It was, a, it was like everybody? a summer camp. It's like a summer camp thing. A church summer camp thing. What other kind is there? Go on. Yeah, exactly. Um, we were waiting in your parents' bedroom with those swords that had like the plastic wrapping on it. Remember? Okay, that was a great. That was a great time. That was a great moment. And then you 
all of a sudden had to crap and you ran to the bathroom and you said, don't stop loving me. Okay. And then but you I, exploded. Uh, yeah. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> that was forever ago. Yes. But I can't take credit for that joke because even though I... I That's, it, the joke is not the part. The part is you shit yourself everywhere probably in that bathroom. And uh, I no, I didn't shit room. myself and Whatever. I didn't do it everywhere. I <laughs> was in a bathroom using a, the proper the equipment. Toilet. Okay, yes. Fine. But... I saw that in an episode of that 70s show, which is not a show I watch, but I remember like one time it was like Christmas vacation and I had nothing to do and I stayed in my room for like the whole two weeks. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. This was after, this was way after high school. All I remember is for like four days straight, I just laid in my bed watching TV, texting my friend Steven about, because we were both just watching TV. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I've been watching this, that 70s show marathon for no reason. And he texts me, he's like, I'm watching it too. It's like, I've yeah. never watched this show before, but it's killing time. This is before streaming. This is before anything. Anyway, that happened cool, in that cool. show. That's, that's always um, fun. Something that I <clears throat> Wait, realized. hold on. Okay, I need ahead. to Keep say going. when I thought you were the one. Yeah, go. Not sure. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I was willing to put up with your... No. Uh, you know <laughs> what? I, no I think like... I don't know. I'm so obsessed with you in high school that I think I was just like hoping. I don't understand this because you were dating someone the whole time. Oh, well, I mean, you know what? Honestly, it was more like um, that was more like we're friends and we've been dating for a couple of years and we don't have any other friends, really. So let's just keep doing it. It's just like a let's keep doing this because we've been doing it. But I was like obsessed with you. I mean... I used to follow you home and you didn't hide your bushes. I'm kidding. That's a joke. Of course. That's I know joke. you're kidding. <laughs> no, no. That's a joke. Um, But I think it, I think for me it was like, it, it was like instant. As soon as like you said you didn't have a girlfriend, I was like, the one. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm the one. <laughs> I wish I had something more, you know. I, I don't have anything or special more. to say. No, but I don't either. Really, my I I've always I always think just too like rash, not rationally. That's harsh to say. <laughs> Logically, like I'm always like, well, this adds up, and then it, I know it's not. It's just I don't know. It's some form of. It's just the way I I think, you know, and and then in like when I was younger, when you are stupid and full of like, just overrunning with dumb emotions like that, like it didn't get me anywhere. Like, you know, mm-hmm. to getting mixed signals and whatever from other people in the past. And I was like, I'm not going to approach it from that standpoint anymore. I will say we did say I love you like really quick. And it was in a friend's like bedroom. Yeah. Well, whatever. Just, that was funny. Yeah. Um, it was okay. super quick. It was after like a day. Okay. Now you're just being ridiculous. Okay. Like a couple months. That's long enough. Sure, we knew. Yeah. Move on, Michael. Okay. Another one was how do we keep and maintain a spark in the relationship? Jeez. By talking about stories of us shitting everywhere. Okay, that, well. That fires me up. I don't know about you. We've been with our situation and with the I'm kids kidding. and our my work schedule and your schedule. We, most of the time we are just like doing 
like getting through the day, you know? So like mm-hmm. weird, like this is the reason we started doing this in the first place to finally just recently being like, we probably need to start doing more husband and wife things instead of just mom and dad things. Bullshit. Okay. Kidding. But we do. No, I know. But like, things. this is the reason we're doing this. And sure. I was just thinking like, we, this doing this has been really good for us, I think, because we wouldn't be sitting down and having conversations if it weren't for this. I mean, you could try to do that. It's almost Im- it's o- impossible when the kids are home. It's impossible when the kids are home, but then after when they go to bed, it's like, well, we could like try to and like we just do. We do sometimes, but a but, lot of times we just zone out. Yes, because that's what your body wants to do, and there's yeah. no shame in that, or there's nothing wrong with that. Like your body needs to recharge. So, but just like if you. It's Where's harder. the spark? This is helping like us reconnect and have more fun again the with spark each other. Because I think the one thing, no, but it's like we <laughs> are not allowed to like fan it, you know, fan the flame. Yeah. But this, the thing we've always done is have fun together. Sure. Like, um, be irreverent, you know, and like joke about everything and be able to like go to places where people would i don't know we just like to go and like do the opposite of what everybody everybody else is doing mm-hmm. not to try to be um different. a contrarian or be yeah. different it's just it's just fun for us to i don't know we've always just been Finish having fun sentence. i can't i'm so nervous about not sounding smart that i'm making myself no sound dumber than i actually am no not much dumber because i can't get much dumber but oh stop no one cares hey is, look you know what we um we keep the spark alive. We do it. I think the main <laughs> thing is to not ever like put any expectations to be like, well, if you're not doing these things. I think it, like when people are like, oh, no, we've only had sex like X amount of times, whatever, whatever. Then I think you get that in your head and then you start like. You you're sabotage yourself. You're saying, oh, yeah. we didn't do this or we don't do this or we don't. I, I wish I had an actual example instead of just saying this, this, this. But think of one and go. Like you said, and then oh, we haven't gone out to dinner. It's like, well, what? Wait a minute. Have you ever oh, stopped to ask yourself, do you? Is that what you like to do, or are you doing that because that's what romantic comedies tell you you're supposed to do? So we just do what we like to do. So we just go to a movie, or we just sit home and bullshit and like look at memes and, and laugh our ass off till we can barely breathe. And it's like, that's way better than doing the quote unquote, like romantic thing. I think there's a lot of pressure on married couples now. And I see this everywhere and I agree with it when it's like date your spouse and all of this, which I, I agree with, but I think it puts a lot of pressure on you because if you are not doing quote unquote, whatever, everyone else is saying to do then you kind of end up like sabotaging i don't know like for me i fucking hate seeing seeing um when people put like this is how you should be doing this you need to be doing this with your spouse with your kids i hate seeing articles that say you should be doing this with with your children it'll make you a better parent it'll make them better kids in the long run You'll have a better sex life if you do this with your husband or your marriage. I fucking hate that more than 
anything. It's one of my biggest pet peeves. I I fucking hate those things. Well, it doesn't how work did you for everyone. Out? Well, I hate how it's always like, this is the thing that works. Well, no, it doesn't work for everyone. It works for you. And I hate how they make it seem like if you're not doing that, then you're not doing that right. Or it's not working for you. Or You know what I mean? Well, I there's a very specific... Hi. Oh, I hate <laughs> There oh, she I'm is. I'm really mad now. There's a very specific group of people who do this. Trying to get your back. Can I, I say idiot. a single word the correct way? No. There's a specific <laughs> group of people it. who do this regularly and make a habit of saying this is the way you're supposed to do everything. And um Yeah, and they and they're called assholes. And mm. they think that they're better than everyone. And you know what? They're not. Uh, I'm sorry. Pathetic. Yeah, let's keep moving. Anyway, keep the spark alive just by doing whatever you feel works for you. Whatever works yes. for we do what works for us, which is Instead of saying, do this, this is how this, you say, do whatever it is you guys like to do. What you're comfortable with, yes. what you have time for that you're, you know, willing to to do and sacrifice time and things. and. Like, if we would never enjoy doing the thing that it says in the magazines to do like, no, like, like oh well you gotta go you gotta take them out every friday night and give them a bouquet of roses like like i said in the past thing it just doesn't like anything that they say oh this is like th- like you see this is the romantic thing this i is totally the gesture. agree with like the dating your spouse thing i think it's a good thing I, I i think you definitely need to make time for your spouse especially if you have kids you should if it works for you, that doesn't mean you need to go out to a restaurant or you need to go out and do this. I mean, you can do that when the kids go to bed or, you know, in incre- little increments throughout the day. I, if that, like, sparks you or whatever, then let that be enough. Here's something you know I, I mean? always say, and I wish I can get into this deeper, but... um. Everybody is always running around living life as if we're preparing for some thing coming, you know, later. Like, we got it. I got it. We're just always living as if we're in preparation for some thing that is coming, some some judgment, some some presentation or some evaluation. What, what are you preparing for? But Or like this, like, oh, I got to do the no, best. No, I don't agree with that because... That's no, just what I'm what saying is, like. like, I know that that's fine. Yeah. But when you see people doing it, which seems to be like against what they really want to be doing, but as if it's like an obligation, like, oh, I got to do this. Or like you just said, like, well, we have to go do what they say. We got to go out and do the, the Friday night date with the 12 roses and, and then the wine with the whatever. But you, as because like, well, we got to keep up and like do what they say, because if we don't, you know, then we'll fail this test of whatever. Mm. There's nothing's coming. There's no there's no evaluation at the end of your life to say, now did you do things the way we expected you to, or is are you doing it the right way? Pressure's off, guys. No one's watching. You're not gonna be tested on if you did marriage or parenting the right way. Do do what works for you. And that's all that matters. Like you said, and like I said before, like all the dumb cliche grand gestures that most people do and well not dumb it's just not they're they're, it's just they're not typical for everybody yeah like like i said you don't respond to any of those things if i sent you a bouquet of a dozen roses i'd love it no you wouldn't you'd say i don't like roses 
You don't know my favorite no, flower? No, I would appreciate it. You would it. appreciate it, but you'd be like, oh, I, don't, I didn't need that. I would never say I don't need that. You would say... I'd you say, never why s- the hell did you get me these? Yeah, what I'm, I'm saying kidding. is you would be fine with it, but it it wouldn't be like, if it if I didn't get you that, you'd be like, well, I need a dozen roses and a red heart and a box of chocolates or else this isn't, this doesn't make sense. Like those things don't work. So you can't just, I know those are stupid, dumb, old, cliche things. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, like you said, you don't have to listen to anybody else. Be your guy's own biggest fans and be there to facilitate what brings each other joy. And if it's two opposite things, let it be two opposite things. It doesn't matter. You don't have to fit into any box because there is no box. That's an illusion. Just make each other happy. Find out what makes each other happy. Allow each other to do those things within reason. Okay. okay. And then it was asked, like, what our love languages are. Yeah, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. I do, I do know what that I means. Do, yes, I'm gonna copy everything that you say. <laughs> but I don't I don't know no. what they are. Okay, I think the five I just looked online. Five love languages are um let's see, uh words of affirmation, acts of service. That could just mean, you know, like helping out oh, around can the I house ask, doing stuff like does that. Does that mean how how you need to receive it or what you do to show it? Good question, Aguado. I'm not sure. I think it's probably both. Well, maybe to receive, to feel appreciated and how loved. You, oh, how you... <clears throat> okay. Let me just read this list. Yeah, well, I read Acts the list, Acts of too. service. Oh, receiving gifts. That doesn't even mean, like, gifts, gifts. It could mean, like, you know I like this ice cream and you get it or whatever, you know? Yes. Um, quality time and physical touch. I think you're a quality time. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a quality timer, sure. And I like quality time, sure. Words of affirmation, yes. Acts of service, yes. Receiving okay, all gifts. five? Christ. <laughs> I have to be a world traveler. Okay, for me, physical touch could just be like holding my hand or no, like... I know, I know I know what that means. I'm just saying, is it what you do to show love or is it how you re- I think interpret? It's, I think it's both. I'm acts of services or... Ugh, really? Yes. Hmm. I'm not good at that. No. <laughs> That's fine. I know. I don't think it matters which one it is. I think the key is knowing which... which what... What was I saying? Knowing what the other person's (laughs) is. And it's so mine is like the acts. Like for me, I'm going, I, I'm constantly cleaning and picking up and trying to um, tidy up and fix stuff and make it look better. And for you, you're like, I couldn't care less. Like, just leave it, leave the dust, leave the mess. That is disgusting. For later, not forever. No, 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 no. I'm not saying, no, 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 no. I'm not saying leave it forever. Leave the dust. I'm just saying you'll oh be like, God. I'll leave it for later when it's time for cleaning. And my thing is like, I can't leave it like that. And t- I can't do anything until it's cleaned up because I feel like I'm, I'm not, okay, I'm, I'm neglecting. The s- I'm the same way though, like usually, but if the day has been insane with the kids, then I'm like, yeah, I'm not getting to the dishes right now or I'm not doing that. No, if you can't do it. That's and a some days I just thing. don't want to. We're just too, talking about, you know? 
Now we're just talking about love language here. Can you pick a different one? No, that's mm, it. Damn. Well, I like the all five of them. Yeah, I'm sure you do. I'm sure you'd add a sixth <laughs> one if you could. Uh, uh, well, the sixth one is... Butt stuff. Jesus, no. That's not true. No. Um, I'm <clears throat> telling you, that's not true. Stop! Okay, words are affirmation... Words of affirmation. Yeah. That yeah, one too, I, like I all think. These. No, what was the sure, gifts they're one? All great. I guess. But the gifts is receiving gifts. And it's not it's necessarily just, like buying you a diamond. It's like picking up your favorite snack. Oh, you know? I was hoping it was when you send some people that you love a gif or gif. We could have that debate. No, but yeah, I do like that too. I guess. But the only thing is, whenever anybody tells me something positive, like it makes my skin crawl. Or, like, even if you said, if you were to, like, get something for me that, you know, I like, Mm -hmm. I would feel really weird about it. I would be like, oh, that's cool. I do like that thing. But then, like, why? Why would she? Why are they doing that? Wait, me? Anybody. Like, they're, you know, receiving gifts or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm like, why are you giving giving me this? Like, what's this for? What bad news is coming next? So, I don't know if I respond to that. A thank you would be nice. Yes, of course, a thank you. But okay, so here's the thing that I wanted to say about last week. I'm ready to make a point. You know, we were trying to recall all this, you know, the past story, the history of us, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you were like, I don't, I was saying, I don't remember a lot of stuff. I don't remember a lot of anything from like the last 10 years. And oh, now I feel like I'm just being a bummer. <laughs> Because you are, I am okay. I'm trying to keep it as lighthearted as possible. I do have depression. I'm trying to keep that same energy. We know this, but when you when you have that, um, and I actually just heard this again today. I've heard it um, referred to or talked about in the past, but again because of the depression, I forgot it. That um, this guy said his therapist said depression is like faux dementia Mm -hmm. so like when you're in the thick of it or when you have like um fallen back into like the the harder times because it does come in like waves so you can go like a year or two being good and then a year like bad you all all your mental capacity and energy is being spent trying to like navigate that so anything that's happening around you you don't log it you don't retain it so and you miss out on experiences even if you're physically there. Yeah. So that's why, like, I can't recall a lot of details from some stuff because it was like, I don't know. I was just trying to get through that day, you know? Well, I'm Amanda. My bad. I'm your wife. I'm and I'm kidding. your husband, and I'm so sorry. Shut up. I'm, I was kidding. But, no, I have read, too, that, like, your brain is protecting you from the trauma. So it's just, like... It's protecting you, so it makes you forget a lot of that it's stuff. It's just, it's preoccupied with... Yeah. Yeah. So, in, anyway. So, that's one thing that... My bad for not knowing the details of a lot of stuff. I don't know the details of most things. I forget everything. Just because I'm so... I have 50 things in my head all the time, and I just don't remember any of them. <laughs> Why did you do that, do that, do that, do that? Okay, so, there was one other message... 
Um, a new message. We got it. No, it's not new oh. actually, but I think I skipped it by mistake. I think it's from last Friday, or it could have been oh. from a week before that. The where did we both grow up? No, I haven't seen that. Yeah, another one says where did we both grow up? Okay, favorite well, books, that's favorite much movies. Than this one. Okay. Um, oh, we are going to get to the favorite mu- music that shaped us. This was not supposed to go on this long, but we're going to get to it today, later. But first, where did you grow up? Fountain Valley, California. Born and raised. Well, okay. I was born in Fountain Valley. I grew up partly in Santa Ana, which is not far from Fountain Valley. Yeah, these are all connecting towns, so technically It's all Orange County. And then Huntington, Fountain Valley, they're all the same area. That's pretty much... I don't have any cool stories. You 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 are where you're from, right? Right now? Yes. Okay. Uh I I was born in the Central Valley, which is like the Fresno area in a little town called Kingsburg. You, you, there's no one who's ever heard of it. It's a little Swedish town. Falkman. Sure. I think it means welcome. And I said sure. I don't even want to go back there now after watching Midsummer. I won't watch that movie. I it wasn't even to. scary to be honest with I don't you. Care. It was just I don't, weird. It's, Looks um, gross. I can't do it. It was gross. Thank you. Uh, and then uh, I lived there till I was like twelve. My whole, my entire family lives there, aside from a couple of my siblings who live here now in Fountain Valley, Huntington Beach. But at twelve, my family moved to Indiana for like three years. Culture shock. Sure. Just started to get acclimated there before I moved back to my hometown for like six months, and then from there I moved here, Fountain Valley. And, and then there. you met me, kind of. Eventually, yeah. Well. But man, did it suck. Yeah, I'm sure moving around like that when you're young sucked. Well, here's the deal. So Okay, tell me. You live in a tiny little town. You know everybody basically your whole life, which is 12 years. Mm-hmm. Not a long life, but... And there they have every school. They have like one school for, for your age in the whole town. So there's like a first and second grade for the whole town. A third and fourth grade school for the whole town, a fifth and sixth grade school for the whole town, seventh and eighth, which is junior high, and then the high school. For the whole town? For the whole town. Ass. <laughs> um, so at 12 years old, I'm, in, I'm at my fifth and sixth grade school. I'm in sixth grade. So like I'm a quote unquote upperclassman and I have friends there. So you're comfortable because like you're the older class. 12 is not like 7th grade? Not for my ass, it wasn't. Oh. Um, okay, I'm I'm born like the end of December. Yes. So, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. I was 12, I'm pretty sure. Got it. Um, so I'm comfortable and prepubescent. And then you what does find that out... Mean? What? <laughs> you find out like over your Christmas break... Not you don't find out, but over the Christmas break of sixth grade, I moved to Indiana. This school is not fifth and sixth grade. It's sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. So now I went from this tiny town knowing everyone and you're like uh, the older kids at the school to being the youngest kids at the school. It's like quadruple the size. And there's, in my mind, adult men. (laughs) <laughs> because they're in eighth grade now yeah and they've hit puberty and they have armpit hair Whoa. and there's like multiple fights every week why 
because I, it's a, it was a complete culture shock. I remember getting there and it being um, the town I came from was like if you had like held a hand with a girl, it was like whoa. <laughs> and I remember getting there and there being like a fist fight on the first day and it not even being an issue. And it's like, I've never seen two people fight. I've never even seen two people argue, oh my basically. God. And it was scary. And these guys are like eighth graders, so they look like giants to me. And hearing a story about how this this girl and this guy had sex during the summer. I'm in sixth grade. Oh, God. So I was like, What? Very scary, very, very, very scary environment. So like, I'm going to get murdered or something. I don't know. I was scared. I was stupid. And like that first week, like three girls asked me out, which was like, what, what does this mean? What the hell? I never heard of that. Okay. So one of the girls was like (laughs) two years older than me and and was very aggressive. Uh And I was like, uh, no, 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 thank you. And then she asked me out again. This was like in the first two weeks. And I was like, no, I can't. You know, no, I tried to say it as nice as I could. She was not happy. She told um, a dude who I actually became friends with later, but at this time I'd never seen him. The guy that you, the number one guy you don't mess with at this school, apparently his name was Kimothy Johnson. Yeah. Gave him 20 bucks to beat me up. This is like. She gave him 20 bucks? This was like my first week of school. Wait, you never told me that. Oh, I can tell you a lot of things that you've never heard. I don't like that. Okay. Um, anyway. <laughs> so, and they tell, she tells me, and I'm like, I've, I don't know who that is. I don't know who anybody is here. Um, by the grace of I don't know what, there was two girls sitting there oh, at wait, the same I time. Oh, wait, I have heard this, yes. Who overheard this, and then I was terrified for like a week, but they were like, they basically showed me around the whole school, and we're like, we're not going to let anything happen to you. I still don't remember their names. Micah Orr and Trishel Lundy. Hey, thanks for listening, guys. We Saved my it. life, literally. They they walked with me to like every class, basically, for the next like three days until <laughs> that guy, who actually wasn't a student at our school because he'd been expelled. Oh, boy. Yeah, I saw him coming up, and they're like, here he comes. Just don't, don't do anything. Like, well, whatever. He came up, and they like got in front of me mm-hmm. in between us. And they're like, you're not going to mess with this little boy. (laughs) These (laughs) girls were in my grade, but they saw how terrified I was. And and he was like, what are you talking about? You know, trying to play dumb. And then he was like, I wasn't going to do anything to him anyways. And then he walked off. So you didn't get beat up. No. That's good. But this person was there at the school. He didn't even go to the school. Yeah, he was just there. He came there that day. To to I think so. Hmm. Because a lot of these... A lot of kids there were just left on their own. Mm-hmm. So it was rough and tumble. I was terrified. But I made a lot of friends there. And then by the end, I had like multiple. At the By the end there, it was like, I don't know where to sit at lunch because I have like four different groups of friends asking me to Good come sit with you. them. I ate in the bathroom. Well, I that, that, ha- that was high school for me. That was high school for me too. Actually, it was the girls' locker room. Yeah. Anyway. We were, I used to eat at like the back of the science hall where there was just like, weeds that's not weeds but leaves was i think i don't know but there was just like leaves in the corner because nobody ever went back there so they didn't even think to sweep it up Mm. and just sit there and eat like a room temperature burrito i was like hmm it was a lot better when i had like 30 friends in my old school 
But anyway. So then you moved back. So I finally get comfortable there. Yeah. Right? Um, newsflash, we're moving back home. Well, that sucks, but at least I'll go back to somewhere I'm familiar with. Uh-huh. Actually, in that other story, that guy came back to school the next year, and we became like very, very close friends, and he had no memory of that incident. Oh. But he was cool as hell. And uh, anyway, his name was Kimothy. Are you on the verge of tears right now? I can't tell. Definitely not. Sorry. <laughs> Why would I be? <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay, so then you moved back to your hometown, yes, Kingsburg. Yes, and that was terrible because it was like, I've only been gone for like two and a half years, but in that time, everybody had gone from being a kid to like a teenager. So nobody was the same. And I had no intre- no shared interests or anything in common with any of my old friends. They were still super nice, but we we hung out for like the first week and I was like, there's nothing here. So I just kind of stayed by myself. You went to Indiana and you experienced life. I guess broadened your horizons. I really got into like weird stuff there, like skateboarding. Not weird, but I got into like skateboarding and stuff you wouldn't have been into otherwise, probably. Yeah, and then like I came back wearing like the weirdest clothes, and it's not weird. What's weird is like I, I, this is not how we shouldn't be spending this much time on this, but anyway, move from there. Moved from there to here, which was the worst culture shock of all. Orange because County. on the first day of school here, which was like my first day, but school had been in, in session at the high school. Mm-hmm. So another like m- momentous like point in your life. First mm-hmm. day of high school. Yeah. Don't know anybody. No friends. And high school is the most cutthroat because everybody's just trying to survive. So no one's going to reach out a hand no. to help you. Um. A guy that my dad worked with, his son also went to the school. So they made us like meet the day before and be like, he's going to eat lunch with you. And I was like, I don't want that. I'd rather be alone. I can't hear this story. Anyways, you've never heard it. I thought I did. Maybe. Um, so my first day at lunchtime, he, he, we agreed to like, we're going to meet in the middle of the school, whatever. And there's like a courtyard there. So we did. He's like, oh, where do you want to like stand to have lunch? And I was like, I don't know. Right here looks good. It was like under this little tree on this hill. We go over there and within like a minute, some guy walks up who's, he just looks like a, he just looks like a fucking prick. He just looks like he's got a lot of, at the time I said he looks like a prick. Mm-hmm. Now I realize he looked like he had a lot of uh, troubles at home. Probably. Who? I have no idea who this guy was to this day. I have no idea was? who he was. Mm-hmm. No. Um, Cause he never, he didn't come back to school the next year. Oh. No idea who he was, but he looked like he was, uh, dealing with a lot, but instead of, you know, doing the work to work through that, he was just taking it out on people. He walked up to me, said, you're standing in my spot. Oh God. I said, Oh, I'm sorry. And I moved over. And, uh, I guess that felt real good to him. So he didn't let up. And for the whole lunch period, he kind of like followed me around as I tried to move away from him, uh, trying to, um, coax me into fighting him. Oh Jesus. And so again, first, first time at the school someone's threatening to beat me up so he was like on top of me the whole lunch period even though i tried to move to different spots he kept following me telling me he was gonna uh beat my ass and like uh oh are you looking at me like that like say something say something i was like i this is my first day (laughs) that's the only something i (laughs) could say sorry sir i don't know i like i i did i want i wanted to be like was i didn't know that they had signed this little spot of grass under the tree to you (laughs) Sir, I don't know what Grady was in. I don't know what his name was. Oh, oh man, he terrorized I I me that first day. 
And uh, I went the next four years of high school uh, not speaking to one person. I spoke to you. Okay. Besides you. You spoke to your friend. I had one friend friend in high school, but I didn't know him from school. I knew him from the church my dad went to. So we hung out at church, and he happened to go to the same school as me, so we would have lunch together at school. So, you know, all the most... What a... That makes me so angry. All the most, like, um, what do you call them? Momentum. No, no that's no, the wrong that's word, the but wrong I'm too word. stupid to think of the right one. Stop um, saying that. All of the important um, shit. I can't all, like, the, the, the mile markers the of your life the were, like, trauma. You know, like, the first day in this new, this new state, this new town, someone is being paid to beat me up because I wouldn't <laughs> go out with them. First day at school here, someone's uh, trying to um, convince me to fight them because I stood where he likes to stand to eat lunch. And then actually, like my senior year, the same thing happened. Keep in mind, I literally have not spoken to anybody. And someone comes up and said, I hear that Johnny something wants to fight you. I said, never. I've never (laughs) spoken to anyone here. I've never spoken negative about anybody here. And uh, I don't know who that person is. threatened because you're so... That could not have been the case. Mm. I was like, never heard of him, never spoken to him, never spoken about him. That can't be, I can't be the person you're talking about. And he said, well, your name is Justin, right? Yeah. Yeah. He said, he's going to beat your ass. He said, he's going to beat your ass. It's not possible. It's just, it's not possible. I'm going, I wasn't even worried at first. Like, he must be speaking of someone else. Yeah. Then another person told me that. I was like, but literally I've never looked up from my desk for four years. How do you know my name? Exactly. Yeah. I was like, I haven't looked up from my desk for four years. Okay, well, I had a bunch of girls want to beat me up in high school. Well, hold on. What? So that went on oh, for like Jesus. a month. And I, was, I didn't know who this person was. I had to look him up. Who was it? I don't know. A guy on the football team named Johnny something. And then mm. one day, because this is what I would do in high school, the bell would ring for the class to be over. I'd You'd run home. Uh, I would walk as fast as I can from that classroom to my next class mm. and just sit there by myself until, you know, class started again. So I did that. And the classroom was always empty when I'd yeah. get there. But this day I got there and this guy was in there. Oh, and I thought, okay, he's here waiting for me. And I went, it's best to just get in there and get this over with. So I just walked in. And he, he happened to be sitting at the desk that I sat at. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, he knows I sit here. He's just waiting for me to come in here. And he had a, a can of Sunkist in his hand. Okay. Unopened. I was like, let me just get in here, catch this ass beating. Nobody's in here yet. He'll punch me in the face. I'll fall down and start crying, and it'll be over. I walk up to the desk. God. He says, oh, what's up, man? And he's like, he's like, he said something like, because it was the home ec class, so they you were allowed to have drinks in there. We made food in there all the time. And he's like, you want this? Huh. It's leftover from, we were making like, we were having like the chili cook-off or something. We were making something. Yeah. And so like that you can have drinks and you eat the stuff that you made afterwards. Yeah. So he's like, this is leftover. Do you want it? I was like, okay. And I, and he handed it to him and he walked out. And that was your ass beating. Yeah. Whew. Now I feel better. So clearly it was another guy with my name. Yeah. Couldn't have been me because I'd never seen the guy in the flesh until that day. Okay. So I don't know why that went on for so long. It's been an you hour. You go on and on and on. Um, the boyfriend that I had in high school. Well, yeah. we started dating, I think, sophomore year. Or was it freshman year? 
think it was sophomore year. Anyways, his ex-girlfriend, she was a year younger. She got pissed about that. And I remember one time at lunch. Oh, that you guys were dating? Yeah. She and like at least 20 of her friends all came at me wanting to beat me up. And they're half my size because they're younger. Oh, okay. Um, still, there's only one of me and there's 20 of them. Anyway, nothing happened. But one of, I remember one of her friends tried to come at my friend, um, who was a grade older than me, tried to come at her, like, between passing periods of, like, class. Okay. And she tried to hit her, but tried to, she did hit her with a sweater. Ouch. And I'm talking about Amy. Okay. So I think she, if I can remember correctly, I don't know if she, because if you piss off Amy, you're done. So when she did that, she was pissed, and I can't remember if she hit her or did something, but I do know that they both went to the principal's office. That's a terrible feeling. Yeah, I never had to go. I only went to the nurse's office every second period when we had to read for half an hour in class and then at one point the nurse said you can't come here every day at the same time i know you're not sick and i said <laughs> well yeah you're right Sorry. i got called to the principal once but uh, when i got there the principal had nothing to say to me my dad was standing there and he wanted to talk to me ew another story for another time also yeah that's it i've said it before are we gonna ever get to these stories it's always for another time, for another time. Is the other time ever coming? Yes. When we set aside the episode to dive into all that, we will. It'll be the next episode. Let's do Screw that. Screw it. I'll tell the story right now. Are you serious? Give a little... Give a little no, that's no, no, why no, no. I can't do it. No, no. Give a little piece of it, and then the next one that we record next week, then we'll get into it. And it'll be like a series. I don't think so. <sighs> That took a <laughs> lot. Just that took story. a lot for me to say. Right I think I'll now. just tell the story right now, and then I can retell it again when we dive into other topics. Uh, principal what called the me down. Fuck? Principal called. This is in Indiana. Principal called me down to his office. I feel like I've not. I've done nothing wrong. What's this about? Get there. My dad's standing there. I'm going. What's going on? I'm thinking somebody's hurt. Somebody's sick. My dad looks very angry. He says, "Come with me." He takes me out to the car. We sit in the car. Um. He looks like he's on the verge of tears. He asks me, oh, he says, my dad is a pastor. He works at a church. So this was on like a Thursday and churches have like a Wednesday midweek service. So he says, I spoke to whoever, some kid's mom. She says that last night you said that you were going to beat or you were going to kick someone, one of the kids ass. So I was in trouble for saying the word ass. Not for the threat of violence. <laughs> for saying the word ass, I got called out of school. That is hilarious. As if like the weight hilarious. of the world is going to uh, depend on if I say yes or no. Uh, and and the, what would happen if you admitted? Well, if you did say ass. Uh, hell, fire, brimstone. Um, no, what would have happened was having to deal with the politics of people of your congregation needing you and your family to be perfect at all times. Mm. I don't remember even actually saying it. That's the thing. I was like, I didn't say that, but I definitely, I, I don't know what's going on. So that was more terrifying than any principal visit because it was like, 
you're going to bring this whole thing down if you said the word ass. There's, I hate how there's so much put on like words like that. To, it's just so dumb. So parents getting pissed at kids for saying X, Y, Z, and it's just, it's dumb. Like Blake has been asking lately what everything means and what is everything. I'm talking like every other word that pops up. What is that? What is this? What is this? I know. I'm here. It's hell. I know. It is. So um, she asked recently, what does pissed mean? Because I said pissed. And I just said it means when you're really angry. And so she's like, they're pissed or like something. And I could just see it now, like her teacher getting mad for for her saying pissed. But then my comeback would be like, well, I'm not going to limit her vocabulary. And I think it's fine. I just told her, I said, yeah, you can't say that at school because you might um, offend somebody or make them feel uncomfortable. So just say it at home. Look, we thought she wasn't going to speak at all. So I'm not about to tell her she can't say something now. Yeah. And plus, for what? For who? Like I said before, who's watching? Who's judging? Like, where's the test that we're going to fail if we said pissed? It's nowhere. No. It's fine. So not to get all bleak and we're alone here in this universe, but. uh, An anonymous meaningless speck of dust. The number two thing people were asking about, which was like, Oh my God. Which was like, not which was like, why do I keep prefacing it with a, which was like, it was the question was, it was supposed to be about the movies. Nice to meet you. Who was that? That was me doing an impression of you trying to sound different. Have you ever considered doing improv? I, I was just doing it. Did I nail it or what? Scene. Okay. That was in Because I know where you hid the uh, diamonds. Yeah, everyone that wrote in seemed to want to know. A couple of people asked what our favorite. That's everyone. A couple, meaning two or three, asked what our favorite movies and I think books. Music. Music. Music that shaped, that like we listened to when we were first together. I don't know if they even together. said shaped us. You added that in. Yes, I'm making it more whatever you want to call it. Oomph. Oomphish. Uh... <laughs> And so we can get into that now. Let's make it really short because this is already really long. It's an hour long. It's because of your Indiana story. And I can cut the whole thing out if you want. No, no, I love it. I really wanted to do this with all the sound clips. Then pick your top three. Go. This episode can be long. Who cares? This episode is brought to you by. <laughs> uh, let's see. <laughs> Who's it brought to us by? I don't know. Your mom doubtful um so we've kind of always been into the same kind of music more or less and you and i have both been into the same kind of music Uh which is like one of the main things we uh had in common and i think at the time we were really into stuff like um explosions in the sky a lot of instrumental stuff like that um growing up it, it was all about like heavy music and I was going to get into all that crap, but, you know, you don't need to go all that far back. No. Growing up was all about just who could, just trying to find the heaviest, most whatever. But um, some of that stuff carried over. But when we first started dating, we were really into explosions in the sky. Sure. Mm-hmm. And things like that. And even still, like Coldplay was still in its good This years. will destroy you, we liked. Yes, very much so. Um, anything like that, anything that sounded um, like movie score, which 
still holds to this day. But I feel like we listen to something corporate a lot. Okay, I was gonna say another band we were super into was something corporate. All this was like new for me, kinda. Like I said, being into something completely different, but something switched like a few years before we met, and I got into really just wanting to be like sad or depressing or or really poppy. was a band I like I was watching TV one day and like they had a, a live concert DVD special on I was like who the hell is this and I loved the song and I was just a fan ever since and then they started a new band called Jack's Mannequin which we also loved um, uh, stuff like that and then kind of moved on from there I discovered a band called Goodbye Tomorrow which changed later to be Alive in Wild Paint. Same band, just a different name. And that was one of the most influential bands for me. After that, it was yeah. like all the music I was trying to write at the time. I was basically just trying to copy them mm-hmm. <laughs> unapologetically. Um, and then we watched a movie called Vanilla Sky. And in there was a song that was like, this just blew my freaking mind. And I couldn't figure out who it was. And this was before you could like, well, I mean, you could Google stuff, but it, I didn't know how to find it. So it took me forever to figure it out. And when I did... Turns out it was a band from Iceland called Sigurós, which is probably to this day our favorite. I don't listen to them all too much anymore because I don't listen to much music anymore. Just no time. Uh, and when I do, I, I just, I listen to podcasts all day long. Yeah. So, um, what else? Um, um, Tegan and Sarah. I wake up exhausted. It's not morning. It's back to sleep. Awesome group. Every boys like together. We've all actually always listened to Dashboard Confessional together too. Yeah. I don't know why, but... Rilo Kylie. Mm-hmm. Um, Iron and Wine is 
was always a huge yeah it's just one guy really yeah i have um make fun all you want go ahead i i deserve it we deserve it john mayer why would you make fun he's a great musician okay but he's also the butt of every joke on the internet too and i for good reason he's he's an idiot but i've always loved john mayer um I loved the strokes. Back in the day. Uh-huh. Another yeah. like rock band I like is Sharks. They actually do the intro and the outro. To this podcast. score and composers like for just because i love the way movies the music and movies can make you feel and i do a stupid thing where i try to live in that moment all the time so i'll just listen to film scores and a new artist that i love is julian baker into the realm of like one of my favorites of all time eh, she's okay and one of my favorite composers is max richter he did the score yeah. for a lot of my favorite stuff the leftovers and his most famous song probably you've heard in multiple films shutter island arrival he does a lot and i he does it the best in my opinion well not the best but he does my favorite well, screw you. That's right. Screw me. Um, you know who else I love? I've always loved is Sarah McLaughlin. I was just going to say that. Um, we like <laughs> Frankie Cosmos, too. Oh, yes. Love Frankie Cosmos. Pigeonhole, that's for sure. None of this stuff no. <laughs> goes with the next thing. Lord Huron, I like. I was obsessed with a band called Every Time I Die for years. Um, it's, I was obsessed with forever, and it's weird now because I 
kind of feel no connection to it anymore. But that was the band from like 2003. And then for like uh, well, you know what? Those Eight guys are kind of douchey. That. I'm sorry. I'm going to um, say it. Go ahead. I, it's weird because like, I'm completely over it now. I think tastes just change. And, but for a long, the longest time, that was like my biggest obsession. And it's not now. All, but the weird thing about all these things are like, well, not all of them, but a lot. I, when they first came out and when, when they were first popular, like something corporate or dashboard confessional, I did not like them. It wasn't until after like that whole phase of things went uh went away that i decided to give them a chance and then i was like oh i love this stuff when's their next album i was like these bands are done already like oh shit i missed the wave but i've always been like that so we liked a little this little that you know how it goes i also loved taking back sunday and uh, i won't apologize for that either we've been hiding from each other we've been hiding from our sin call me in the people love that not maybe usually i just look for the most obscure saddest sounding stuff but these are the things people may have actually heard of and hopefully that gives and some if insight. you haven't look it up they're good yeah and if you and if you don't want to do that that's fine too sure mm, okay and we got to pick up the kids blake has homework she sure does and i'm gonna do it for her because no, she not. deserves that as much love <laughs> <laughs> no she's good at it okay you want to wrap that up? Wrap it up, please. Okay. Um, oh, someone did ask about like holiday traditions and stuff, but we'll get to that when the holidays are closer, right? We certainly can. Halloween is not worth um, doing anything for, but we can get into that later, too. I mean, of course, we go trick-or-treating because the kids want to do it. It's basically a three-hour holiday. Yeah. It doesn't start till the sun goes down, and it's mm-hmm. always on a weeknight. So it has it's over really. by the time kids have to go to bed. So let's say it starts at 630. You trick-or-treat for an hour. You've hit every house in the neighborhood. Kids take a bath. They go to bed. It's over. Yeah, and we don't get any trick-or-treaters at our house, mainly because we turn off all the lights. I don't know if that's It's intentional. <laughs> There's no kids in this neighborhood anyways. Yeah, but what I'm saying no. is in a movie or something, you see like the whole town decked out for Halloween as if it's like... It's okay, not wait. Christmas. Christmas is a month-long holiday, Hold basically. Hold on. No, Christmas is two months long. It starts well, November 1st. Halloween is a basically a three-hour holiday. Okay, fine. But we did have a family come by one year on Halloween okay. just to basically introduce themselves, and we never spoke to them again because they saw uh, how insane we so were. I so bad because they really Why wanted... do you feel bad? Okay, because I have a heart. And I have beats. a heart, too. Okay? And they didn't speak to us again so because we were very like don't come to our door again no we were not i know i'm but very we good were... at small talk and i aced it they we are the only other at the time they've since moved out of the neighborhood i think they we drove wanted them out to get the hell away oh we us. drove them out that's for sure but they didn't they... even live near us 
They lived around the around corner, the corner, close enough. I saw them every time I went on a bike ride. Whatever. But they came up to the door and they're like, yeah, we noticed you have kids. So like we followed you home over here to see where you live to introduce ourselves. Look, it's Not always... Not as creepy as it sounds, but it yeah, was Halloween. But look, for me, it was like, I, I feel kind of bad and uncomfortable because it's like whenever, whenever anybody is like, oh, I have a kid that's like this. I, my first thought is usually like, oh, that's awesome. But my kid is spouting off lines from a movie and your kid's probably gonna think that they're like really yeah we're definitely being protective of them so i'm very protective of them so anybody that's like oh let's hang out the kids can get together my always i'm always like well you're protecting yourself too because you don't like yeah let's play and then you see that our kids are not our kids are atypical you know um and then we're like and they're gonna judge our kids they might judge us they might, you know, so it's like their kid I wanna, might be a yeah. little prick. Well, that's true, too, because when kids are are not, quote unquote, normal, um, we've seen it go both ways. But most of the time you see the kids be really they're not rude. Nice. And then the, the parents are um, parents oddly very rude, too. Either, yeah. Well, they either are indifferent or they're they're rude about it, too. Like it starts with they your, look at your the kids like, like, hey, how come you can't just be normal like the rest of us? They don't say that, but... No, but you get that vibe, like, why are yeah. you being weird? Almost like they blame our kids for making their kid an asshole. Right. Like, well, if you weren't so weird, then my kid wouldn't have looked at you like you were a weirdo. Yeah, or, like, you just get the kids that just, like, <laughs> stare and won't stop. And mm-hmm. so I'll have to stare at the kid. I've told you don't do that. No, you're, I you're, can't not do it. I'm your, sorry. Your battle is with the parent who doesn't care if their kid's a jerk or not. My battle is with anyone who has been an ass to my kid, and I will fight a five-year-old. Oh, my <laughs> God. And you'll be taken away. No, obviously, I'm kidding. I know. But, yeah, I'm going to stare down a kid, and then I'm going to stare at their parent. And then I'm going to make it real uncomfortable, and hopefully they'll leave. If they don't, we will. <laughs> For whatever reason, it, it seems that most people are telling their kids that um, they're not, the, ru- the, the world is, is an awful and cruel place, which it is, but that's where you need to be a difference maker. No, the thing is the parents aren't telling their kids anything. They're not telling their kids, hey, there are different people out there, and you need to be nice to everybody. They're not telling them that. So the kids are going, what's wrong with this person? And the... And then it, then you get into that awkward conversation with your kid. Oh, well, you know, sometimes there are people that are a little bit different, but we need to be nice to everybody. Yeah. They're not, that's the problem is they're not saying that. Well, and. And I get, I, I get that. Like you, you, why would you tell them that if that's not always in your life, you know, mm-hmm. it's not like something that you just go thinking about. I understand that completely. But that's one thing. But when you need to be that way, you need to, you need to explain seeing the way kids have treated our kids at playgrounds or even treated other seeing other people's kids treat other people's kids at the playground. It seems like these kids are being told like they do have a chip on their shoulder. Well, there's a weird thing of like, so it looks as if you've been taught that it's like a war out there and it's us versus them and you got to strike first. And I don't know, like the, the youngest, smallest kids are the biggest um, jerks to each other as like, as if it's a virtue, like as if they've been taught, like you get out there and you strike first and everybody's out to get you. So be on guard and, you know, protect yourself from these, 
from the evil world out there. Well, yeah, the world is a shitty, cruel place. That's why you should teach your kids to be the, I mean, not that you should, but why wouldn't you teach your kids to, like, to be a light in that darkness? Like, we're not going to be that way. We're going to be the person you can rely on if you're being looked at as different or need yeah. help. Not get out there and it's every man for himself and O'Doyle rules. Yeah. It's just, but these kids are like four years old and they're already like ready to fight. Oh man. It's like, where, where does had, that even come from? I mean, I'm always on, I'm on call. That's why I'm on guard. The helicopter parent thing. Um, it's different when you have kids with, you know, special, sort needs. Of special needs or atypical needs. Um, it's not, I'm not protecting them. I'm not hovering over them to keep them from anything. I'm hovering over them because I've seen how awful other parents are yeah, and how they look at them. Or uh, I've seen how awful other kids are and how other parents seem to um, congratulate that behavior. So and it's they like they won't I, stand up for themselves. They, they won't know if too someone nice. is being, yeah, they won't, they wouldn't know if someone is being like mean to them. They'll, they, they just want to play. Yeah. They just want, no, I'm not protecting nice. them from something. I'm protecting other people. I'm pro- protecting them from other people, I guess. Not from... Yeah. Because most of the time, the parents I meet at it... Not... Yeah, most of the time. Fuck it. Most of the time, the parents are huge assholes. Mm-hmm. Um, they s- also treat it like, this is our turf. Or like, we're... Oh, so we're your own family and we're another family. So we're, we're automatically... We're fighting for this plot of sand and slides i don't know and so i don't i always try to keep our kids feel it out and see if they're like that then oh stay over here or go over there and yeah i'm gonna hover over you because i know that if you do one thing that like might upset this other kid Mm -hmm. their their parents just waiting waiting for a reason to snap yeah or their kids waiting for a reason to snap. familiar with like gauging people and how we you know we can tell if we need to leave or if we can stay or if we can whatever. Right. I'm not being overprotective because I'm afraid of them g- getting dirty or getting hurt. Like, I encourage them to get to scrape their knees and get covered in dirt. It's it's you I don't trust. Other parents and other shitty kids with shitty parents. I don't right. trust you. I trust my kids. It's you that I don't want to be involved with. So if my kid happens to accidentally, like, bump into yours going down the slide, that shouldn't be a problem. But it would be for most people. And there are plenty of people who think that that's just fun and they're great. You see other kids and parents there and they're like, just let them play. It's no big deal. Yeah, same here. Just let them play. It's no big deal. But it's other it's other people I can't trust. It's not my kids because mm-hmm. I know they're good hearted and they would never mean harm. I see other people at the park or wherever you are. It seems like they're looking to create um conflict or harm or whatever so yeah that's why i hover over my kids sometimes it's not because i'm being overprotective it's because i don't want them to and have you know to deal what? with if these we people want to hover over our fucking kids we will do that and if you don't want to hover over your kids don't do that i well I, we have a, a special situation too because our right? kids up until very recently had a very big problem with um eloping no or running off too no. so like you couldn't ever that's the thing is like they didn't have a problem with eloping it's 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 lack of awareness well that too but in the beginning when they were younger they would just like no take they off. wouldn't 
Yes, they would. No, they wouldn't. Olive never did when the she was The only reason younger. I know the word eloping is because you told me that they do that. I, kids with autism in general. Right. But the kids never really did that. Olive we never, never let them. Olive never did it. Blake did. Blake did when she was way younger. That's what I said. I'm talking like two. God, take a lesson. <laughs> how long ago was two years? Well, it I feels said like what I said. Yeah. So, so this was like over five years ago. I said what I said. Correct. Well. Well, I. Friend here. Katie, say hi. Our cat loves us. Cat just gave us the light. It's time to wrap it up. Wrap it up. That we went from music to park. You know so what? Quick. Who cares? I've I've had to let go of the idea that this is going to go at any way at all the way I planned it. So, and people seem to not mind. Well, you know so, what? You're welcome. You're For what? For making your ass do this. So. All right, let's get out of here. Um <laughs> We got to pick up our kids. Thank you. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. Sure. Uh, right. Let's do this every time. I love it. Do what? This weird we don't know how to end this thing thing goodbye